welcome to Beyond Broken Hungry. Juggling your career, relationships, nutrition, fitness, finance, try to pursue your dreams and <laughs> stay sane can be a bit of a struggle. With the help of expertise from a variety of wellness experts and tips and tricks from everyday people, this podcast is here to share it all to make this journey we call life just a little more balanced. I'm stumbling towards wellness right alongside you, and I'm so happy to have you come along this journey. With that in mind, let's jump into this week's episode of Beyond Broken Hungry. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Beyond Broken Hungry. I'm your host, Dara Sweat. Happy Valentine's Day. If no one has told you yet today, I love you. And you're my very special Valentine. (laughs) Thanks for tuning in this week. Um, Wow, 2020 has been just going let me tell you, um, it's been really great so far. Um, the month of February is so busy, just like every month. I keep saying like, oh, this month is so busy. It's so busy. It's so busy. And then it just keeps getting busy and busy. But that just means that good things are happening. Um, fun things, awesome things, um, having to kind of work a little bit harder during the weeks. But hey, that's what growth is. You know, it's it's working harder and and, and making moves. So I'm super excited to be able to do what I do for a career, but also... Um, put my passion into this podcast and um, everything else that I do that goes along with Beyond Broken Hungry. So super, super excited to be continuing this podcast. Update on my knee. So I was just recently uh, cleared to squat, which is super good news, Um, which, but the only thing about it is, of course, like I have to keep things slow. Like I I can't just like, okay, let me, I can clear to squat. So now let me go do 160 pounds. (laughs) Um, It's been a little bit weird kind of being in this limbo of, yeah, you know, I can, I can do this. I can do that. Um, You know, I can walk, but I can't run. I can ride my bike, but I can't jump rope. I can, you know, uh, squat to just maybe just below parallel, but not full depth yet um, because it still kind of strains my knee a little bit. So it's like I keep, I keep making these little tiny strides, but I'm not quite all the way there yet. Um, And so sometimes that's a little funky in my head. But the other day I was at physical therapy and I was kind of getting in my head about it. I was like, oh, this kind of, this sucks. Like I'm so tired of doing these like mundane things, blah, 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 blah. Um, I just want to be able to squat again. Like this is so unfair, yada, yada. And literally, as I was thinking those thoughts in my head, a, another patient walked in whose leg was amputated from their knee down. The Lord checked me real quick. I was like, oh, all right. Well, you know what? My circumstance could be worse. Like I have two legs, healthy, you know, one's getting there, uh, recovering from surgery, but at least I have both my legs. So I'm going to do my therapy right I'm going to do it real, and then I'm going to come back even stronger. Um, And that can translate over to so many different things. So there's a lot of of ways this knee knee injury was kind of a huge bummer, especially since I felt like I was really peaking with my performance in CrossFit, um, just really getting better with a lot of stuff. But um, I've been in this position where now I kind of have to tone down a little bit. And I feel like my performance is getting better and will only get stronger after this because... I know that sounds weird, but I'm literally, I'm focusing more on the movements that I can do right now. And I'm really diving into them. I have handstand pushups now. I have toes to bar now. I can do kipping pull-ups now. Things that I was not able to do, but I could squat 165 pounds. So now I'm having this opportunity to focus on other things that 
were kind of my weaker points um, prior to this surgery and really focusing on pace, really focusing on breathing. I'm not afraid to admit that I was one of those, um, you know, while I was working out, I was huffing and puffing and being, and just being loud and, and making a lot of noise. And, you know, now that I kind of don't get to really be the star of the show, so to speak. I'm I'm keeping quiet or quieter. I'm focusing on my breathing. I'm really trying to make my performance about what the workout movement is and not about, you know, being the center of attention. Um, which if you know me personally, um, that's something that <laughs> is hard to believe. Like how could Darren not want to be the center of attention? Um, but it's just one of those things that I think like, although it kind of blows to be in this position, it's really been helping me. And I'm excited to see how my performance gets better and better um, as this goes on. Um, we have a competition in-house um, that's going to line up with the Open. Um, and I honestly wasn't sure that I was going to even sign up to compete because, you know, I was like, oh, this competition pressure, like, you know, I know how I can be, I can get in my head. And then I was getting in my head and I had to get um, a little reality check from Nikki, bless her soul, um, from, you know, talking to her, uh, about it and, you know, really putting it in just into perspective. If anybody else were to come up to me, especially, um, training to, to coach at Graham, if anyone were to say, oh, I don't think I can do this because X, Y, Z, I would literally stop and I would tell them, no, you can do it because of X, Y, Z or because of ABC instead of X, Y, Z. So X, Y, Z might be your excuse, but the reason why you can do it is ABC. Um, so what's the difference of talking to somebody else about it versus me? And I was like, oh, you know what? Yes, I can do it. I would literally sit here until I was blue in the face and tell somebody else that they can do it. So I'm going to do it. I'm going to compete um, at a very modified um, lower level, but I'm going to give it all I got. I'm going to play it safely. I'm going to do it and it just keep that movement and that momentum um, mentally and physically, I think is going to be really great. So I'm super excited about all of that. Um, there's, I'm super involved with it, with the gym, obviously I'm like training to be one of the coaches. So, um, kind of diving into it. So as that comes along, you guys will get some more updates, um, as in terms of like social media and stuff like that. So I'm excited to compete again so soon, even though it will be modified, but I will still be competing. I'll still be on a team. I'll still be able to rank up points. Um, it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm really looking forward to it. Let's get into it. So if you're not already seeing a bunch of hearts all over already, um, just because obviously today is Valentine's Day, so we obviously started at the end of December um, getting ready for it. Um, but February is also a good month for a heart check. Um, and that can mean literally, physically, emotionally, spiritually. How is your heart? How is your heart? What are you doing to keep your heart at peace? So one of the things that I feel like has really helped my heart and calm my anxiety, lighten my depression, has been following a morning and evening routine to help me get the day going and settle down. In the last episode, um, that was just me. I talked about creating a routine as one of those healthy habits for 2022. And I want to expand on that a little bit more um, because I feel like it's super, super important. I think, you know, right now, social media is is kind of making this routine a buzzword. It's it's a TikTok trend, but it really is something that should be a life trend, something that you're doing every single day and every single evening um, to really get going and, and settle down. And I feel like a lot of us, especially those go, 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 A-type personalities who are always busy, always doing things, um, we almost need to have that to just have that quiet, that settle down, that slow moment that we don't get at all during the day or on the weekends or whatever. We have to truly carve that in. 
So, you know, we're seeing these trends and we're seeing these or that girl, you know, or that guy or whatever um, doing their routines perfectly. I'm just telling you right now as a reminder, I know you know this, but as a reminder, they are only capturing those perfect moments for that TikTok. They are not capturing the moment where they do hit snooze that day just because their body is tired. Um, you know, as a, as a woman, we get our periods, you know, sorry, men who are listening, but we get our periods. And sometimes we wake up that morning and we don't want to get out of bed. We might hit snooze one time because our body just needs that five extra minutes. And then we get up, but it might not be right on that like six o'clock mark or seven o'clock mark or whatever. It's not always perfect. And sometimes you're so tired in the morning, you start something and then it's a little bit out of, out of correct order, but who cares? You're getting it done. That's what's the important part. Those TikToks, reels, whatever, that's not 100% of what a routine look like. Your life is messy. Life is messy. So sometimes your routines are going to be messy, but what matters is that you show up and that you do it. It doesn't have to be perfect. And what is a routine? A routine is a sequence of actions that you do repeatedly. Habits, no matter what, can be good or bad, correct? I mean, if you have a habit of eating an entire bag of chips every single day, that's obviously not a not going to be a good thing. If you have a habit of washing your face every single day, that's a good habit because then you won't have acne, your skin will be clearer. It's just it's like science, literally scientifically proven that if you have clear skin or clearer skin or you're working on your skin routine that it makes you happier. So it's it's literally a thing. So having good healthy habits in your morning and evening routines are going to be what completely transforms your day and transforms your life. So what are some routines that I do in the morning or what is my routine? So my morning routine, um, I've talked, I talked about this in the episode one as well. I don't wake up at five o'clock in the morning. I don't wake up at four, at four 30. I don't wake up at six. I wake up at seven. Sometimes, yes, I will wake up at five or six o'clock if there's a networking event I have to go to or an early meeting or, you know, um, I am um, a board member for the St. John's County Chamber. So there are some times that I have eight o'clock meetings that I have to be up a little bit for and I don't want to rush my whole entire routine into one hour. But on a regular, normal day, I wake up at seven. And I take my morning supplements. I do my morning cocktail. Um, for those of you who are new and don't know what that is, um, it's just a couple different um, essential oils, lemon, wild orange, grapefruit, and doTERRA's On Guard, which is um, helpful for like seasonal threats um, and just kind of a immunity booster. So I drop a couple drops in a cup and I take a shot and that's what I do in the morning. Um, drink greens, make coffee. But that those are all like little tiny things that have led me into having the deeper parts of my routine. So my gratitude and devotional, that is the most detrimental part of my morning. Yes, coffee is important, <laughs> but this gratitude and devotional and making my bed, those are the two, the three things, excuse me, three things in my morning routine that are the, the catapultive points that really just make my day the best that it possibly can be. All the other little things are just quick little things. You know, I, waking up my dog, walking my dog, eating a good breakfast, rinse off in the shower, skincare, brush my teeth, get dressed and ready for the day. All of that is important, but what is really the most detrimental part is gratitude and devotional. The best way to start my day is with that devotional, is with that gratitude and some quiet time with Jesus. You know, I don't claim to have, to, I don't claim for this podcast to be a Christian podcast, but I do claim my faith and I'm not afraid to talk about it. It really helps me set the tone for the day to have that moment to just 
give praise, to study, to read whatever devotional, study the Bible, open the Bible, get the Holy Spirit power inside of me for the day to take on everything. It equips me for everything the day is going to throw at me because I know that my days are going to be busy. I know that there's going to be something, that curveball that throws me out of the loop and it might upset me. But you know what? When I start my morning with that, I'm able to handle everything so much better than if I don't. And also making my bed once I get Bella up and she's out of bed because she likes to sleep in. Um, coming home to, even though I work from home, I work in another room. So when I am at the end of the day and I'm getting ready to do my evening routine, it's really, really refreshing after having a day, no matter how crazy it was, good or bad or whatever, to come home and go in my room and have a nice tidy bed. It's just, it makes my anxiety so much better because I don't see clothes all over the floor or a messy bed. I just see clean and crisp and it just, it's really, really, really nice. So for my evening routine, um, what I've been doing lately, just because I've really been appreciating my slower mornings, especially during this time of healing with my knee, um, I like to work out in the evenings at like 5.30 so that I can focus better on my movements. So I'm not so tired and just trying to get the workout over so I can start my day and I don't want to do something wrong to mess my knee up. So I work out at 5.30. I come home, walk Bella, eat dinner, you know, get my breakfast, snacks, and lunch ready for the next day. I like to make sure none of my dishes are in the sink. If you, you know, obviously I don't have kids. I don't have a husband, but I do have a roommate. And, um, you know, sometimes like she's got her own schedule of when she wants to put her dishes away and stuff. And that's totally fine. That's her prerogative. She does what she does. I'm going to put my stuff away so that the next morning when I wake up, I know that my dishes are not in the sink, that I am, I did what I needed to do. It's made my day a little, a little start off a little bit better because I know that I have no chores that I have to do. I like to get the coffee ready for the morning. I am not a a Keurig user. (laughs) I am a regular good old fashioned coffee pot. So I like to get the filter and the grinds ready and the water. So all we have to do in the morning is press the button and coffee appears. It's like magic. Um, I like to wipe down the kitchen counters, you know, throughout the day, especially if I'm working from home or, you know, if my, my roommate's home for the day or whatever, we're touching the counters, we're cooking food, we're, you know, doing that, this, that, and the other thing. I like to just wipe the counters down before I go to bed. And then of course make, you know, make some tea, get in the shower, um, do my skin routine again, brush my teeth, take my evening supplements, prepare my diffuser with relaxing oils. I love to put breathe deep blue and serenity at night. It just really helps me sleep. Um, I, I, I honestly sleep the best when I do those, um, uh, before I go to bed and I'll put on some comfy PJs. Sometimes it's whatever I find in my drawers. And I actually just started to try to have like more matching sets. Cause I feel like it makes me more productive person. <laughs> so, you know, I'll put on my pajamas. I like to set my clothes out for the next day. Um, I don't always do the journal my thoughts thing because sometimes I'm just so, so exhausted that all I want to do is lay my head down and go to bed. Um, but for the most part I do, I do like to kind of brain dump, especially if there's like something significant that happened that day or something that I've kind of been praying about or a meeting I'm getting ready, um, to do just to kind of brain dump a little bit. Um, but I don't do it all the time. Um, but it is something that I, I do like to incorporate in my morning or my evening routine. And then of course go to sleep. Um, ideally in a perfect world, I am asleep by 10 (laughs) o'clock. I'm laughing because that's not always true. Um, but no matter what, that is what I try to do in the evening. I think the the best things I've done in my evening routine, I know that sounds like a lot, but it's a lot of little things. And it's just really these little things that have helped really, really, really get the next day going on a positive, organized note. 
the best things that I have done in my evening routine has been preparing my meals for the next day and tidying up the kitchen before I go to sleep. Two simple things, making my the next day so much better. Think about that. You have your lunchbox or your bag, whatever you put your food in, it's already ready to go. You don't have to get up. You don't have to worry about that extra 15 minutes of chopping cucumbers. Oh, then, oh, you get in your car. Oh, I forgot I had to get gas. Now it's just all of this reoccurring domino effect and your morning is going crazy because you didn't pack your lunch. Simple thing, lunch and snacks, whatever. Um, If you work from home, it's kind of different. Sometimes I like to just have all my snacks grab and go, especially if I know the the week's going to be busy. Um, But sometimes it is a little nice to step away from my desk for a little bit and take that extra minute to chop up some cucumbers. But if, especially if I know I'm going on client runs or I have meetings or I have a shoot or anything else, I will make sure that my stuff is prepared the, the night before so I can just grab and go. And then tidying up the kitchen. I immediately when I have a messy kitchen and I walk, walk into it in the next morning, my anxiety immediately goes up. And I, I, I forget the fact that I need to have my quiet time in the morning because I'm so stressed out about how the, there's a ton of dishes in the sink or I didn't do this or I didn't do that or this is a mess or I didn't clean up the, uh, the oven last night from cooking because I was so tired. No, I do that the night before. The night that I am, am cooking, it's done. I put my dishes away. I wash them. Whatever I have to do to make sure that that kitchen is tidy the next morning because otherwise I'm going to look at everything and just immediately start my day on a sour note. So those are the two things in the evening, preparing my meals and tidying up the kitchen before I go to sleep that have been detrimental. Now, it took some time. Let me tell you, it took some time to get these right, to get it right. I'm still working on it and I probably will always be working on it. I probably will always be adjusting because what happens? Life, right? So you kind of always have to be willing to adjust and, and to make these changes and fill in things here and there. And maybe I will start working out in the mornings again once my knee gets better. So then the workout schedule is going to change. But the point is what I have set in place for my days has really helped settle my anxiety. I don't hold myself to be perfect with these. I don't hold you to be perfect with them, but I make sure to do them 80% of the time and I encourage you to do the same. If you're preparing ahead of time, you set yourself up for success. You eliminate those anxiety driving factors in your life by just doing these simple things. I know it seems like a lot, especially when you're looking and you're list, looking at the list, but it's really these quick things that just make your life so much easier. I'm gonna leave you with this. It's a quote by Aristotle. We are what we repeatedly do. Excellence, then, is not an act, but a habit. So what are you going to repeat on a daily basis? Every morning, every night, what are you going to repeat? Are you going to allow chaos to keep building up in your life, in your kitchen? Are you going to allow that chaos to build up so that the next, the next morning, you're already starting off on a stressful note? You're already rushing because you had to do one extra thing that you could have done last night, but you forgot about it or you put it off. And now you slept in because you hit the alarm, you hit snooze on the alarm. And and now now that that 10 minutes really could have made a difference because you didn't set yourself up for, for success. Eliminate the chaos by doing those little things that will help you propel forward. It's super important to do that. All right, y'all. I'm going to leave you with that. Let's work on those morning and evening routines. As always, if you have anything that you want to talk about, if you want me to give you some advice or to tell you some things about a morning and evening routine that might help, please reach out to me. I'm here for you. I want to help you. I want to encourage you. 
And I'm super excited. Next episode, we're going to have Jenny Q. I can never say her name right. So I'm so sorry, Jenny, if you're listening to this now. Jenny Q from Altogether Wellness is going to be joining us talking a little bit more about how setting up uh, little routines in our life will make a huge difference um, in our health further than just mental, but physical as well. So I'm really excited to have her come on and talk with you guys and share some things. And that'll be the next episode. So I hope you guys have a great rest of your day. Happy Valentine's Day. You are loved. You got this.